Hey, Stuart. Morning, Megan. How was your Thanksgiving? It's good. It's good. Good. How was yours? Uh, it was nice. Low key, which is which is always always good. Yeah, I'm lucky. I have a sister has a house at Cannon Beach, and she likes to have Thanksgiving out there. And I seem to be the only one who always wants to. So it was just myself and my partner, and her and her husband. So oh, nice. Nice and quiet, and walked on the beach on Thanksgiving afternoon, and Where actually had a maze. Cannon Beach is pretty much straight out from Portland, Oregon, on the coast. Oh, okay. If you've ever seen a picture of the Oregon coast that shows a big rock called Haystack Rock, okay. that's actually where their house is, or we're near where their house is. So nice. it's a it's a beautiful beach for walking on because it's really really flat. I mean, it, when the tide's out, you have hundreds of feet of compact sand between the water and the soft sand. So it's really nice. Sounds amazing. Sorry, what, what were you going to say before I, I asked where, oh, where I was? Oh, this time of year, it's normally awful weather. And it was a gorgeous sunny day on both Wednesday and Thursday. And we were out there both days. So, yeah, mountain biked on to Wednesday and walked on the beach on Thursday. Awesome. <laughs> that, that sounds like an amazing Thanksgiving. It's really was very nice, very relaxing. Good. Have you have you been skiing yet or is there not enough snow there? They opened the place I ski three days early in November and then didn't get any more snow and we're just too much on the edge. Mm. And um, there's possibly going to get up to three feet of snow this week. Oh, wow. Um, that's in the forecast right now. I didn't look to actually see what they got last night because they were theoretically could have gotten a foot of snow last night. Um, so if they get three feet of snow between now and Friday, they'll probably be open Friday. That's my guess. And so I'll probably ski Friday. Nice. But if not, I'll mountain bike. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. I only have one question that came in today, so we'll go ahead and cover it and then open the floor. So here's the question. There's a partial white coating on the rear third of the visible part of my tongue. I'm having symptoms of fatigue and thought this may be an, an avenue to explore. What action would you take for testing and why would you choose those tests? Okay, um, so there are a handful of things this could be. Um, certainly not my area of expertise per se, but a couple of thoughts. The whiteness is usually or most commonly due to inflamed papillae, which are the small bumps on your tongue that house the taste buds. And bacteria and debris can get stuck and build up on the tongue, which causes a white coating. Generally, I would be be thinking about inflammation, particularly coming from the gut and or the immune system, especially but not exclusively if the fatigue that you're experiencing is maybe um, occurring postprandially or after you eat. Um, or, and, or along with some more local GI symptoms or symptoms that would maybe suggest some kind of, um, you know, immune inflammation or immune stimulation, whether that's from a pathogen or, or from food. Um, it could be related to yeast overgrowth, but overgrowth, but more often oral thrush is, seems to be more extreme than what's being described here. Um, but it, you know, we can't rule it out. Um, so you could consider a microbial organic acids test 
or maybe even a metagenomics-based stool test like gut bio to look at potential yeast overgrowth. I suppose it could also be related, like I was kind of alluding to with the immune system, related to come some kind of um, some other kind of infection if you've been feeling under the weather, in which a blood test with a CBC with differential might tell you something by looking at the different types of white blood cells. If there is an imbalance in the local microbiome, um, I don't really know what you would use to for, for testing purposes, um, but you could consider like fermented foods. Green tea is a really good, um, uh, you know, the compounds or EGCG in tea in green tea is a good compound to support the microbiome. And there are some probiotics like um, this one, Oramax, it has some specific oral microbiome strains, lactobacillus, um, ruteri, LR3, uh, LRE15, uh, lactobacillus uh, salivarius, LS33, and bifidobacterium lactis, HNO19, um, that have been shown to be beneficial for the oral microbiome. Again, I, I can't say for sure whether or not this is a, an issue with the oral microbiome, but it certainly could be. A dehydration is another or a, another potential cause, especially if you're noticing it in the morning. I would consider maybe um, that you're mouth breathing at night, and that's causing some uh, so some of that whiteness and dehydration in the morning. Um, Conrad, hi, I'm answering your question. Um, hi, Hello. hi, I'll <laughs> I can back up for you. Oh, thank you very much. So, uh, of course. So to, to back up that, that whiteness that typically, um, that people typically see most often is caused by inflamed papillae, which are the little, um, bumps that house the taste buds. Generally, I would probably be thinking about inflammation coming from the gut or the immune system. Um, the gut, especially if you're experiencing the fatigue that, that you mentioned, um, either postprandially, like after you eat, or if it's coming along with other overt GI symptoms um, that have kind of popped up along with the the fatigue, um, it could be related to yeast overgrowth. Although it doesn't really sound to be oral thrush um, as like how you describe it, but if you wanted to explore that avenue, I would say uh, an uh, urinary organic acid test would give you microbe, the microbial portion would give you a look into potential yeast overgrowth, at least in the gut, um, which can manifest on the tongue. And then you could also do a metagenomics based, uh, stool test like gut bio. I've found that to be the most, um, or the, the best stool based test to look at yeast overgrowth. Um, it could also be related to some other kind of infection if you've been feeling under the weather, um, if this kind of happens abruptly versus over time, in which case I would use a complete blood count with differential, so a CBC with differential and blood work. That could tell you something by looking at the different types of white blood cells. Um, if there is a, like a local microbiome imbalance, I don't really know how to test that per se, but you could, you know, load up on things like green tea and fermented foods and probiotics. There are some specific strains that have been shown to be helpful for supporting the oral microbiome. In theory, dehydration could be a cause, um, especially if you like you're noticing it when you wake up first thing in the morning, then I would maybe be thinking about whether or not you're, you're mouth breathing at night, which could cause dehydration and then lead to the white tongue. Why it's in the back portion of the tongue versus all over. I don't think 
dehydration would be a, um, I think you would probably be seeing something all over the tongue versus just in the back. Um, irritation from spicy foods in theory could maybe cause it. Um, but if you were wondering where to start testing wise, I would probably start with a CBC with differential, maybe also while you're at it, getting a comprehensive metabolic panel, just to see if anything obvious shows up. You could even run like a CRP or HSCRP, um, C-reactive protein to see if there's any kind of inflammation going on. Um, and then perhaps taking a deeper look into the gut if symptoms warrant it. And then if it's not going away in a handful of, of weeks, you know, maybe you could consider seeing a holistically minded dentist or, or doctor. Um, so that's what I have as far as my answer goes. Uh, more than happy to, to follow up if you have any questions. And Stuart, that's all I have as well. So if you have any um, anything to add or um, other questions related or unrelated, go ahead. Thank you, Megan. Appreciate that. Um, in terms of say, um, in terms of say, like, let's say an organic acid test, because I'm here in the UK, um, maybe I could speak to you, I can send a message on, um, Trello if that's easier, but in terms of organizing to have that here through, uh, one of, um, one of the companies that you work with, sorry, my dog is, um, <laughs> making lots of noise. Um, if, yeah, if that's possible, or if I should ask on Trello, whatever's easier, if yeah, you can I, do that. I think we can. I'll put you in touch with Margaret, and she can help you. Okay, super. Thank you. And yeah. thank you for researching, researching that. It, it's not like, um, you know, sometimes I see when I'm on the in the hospital and I see people and they have like a really white tongue and they're on Nystatin for all fresh and whatnot. Right. But it's not, it's, not, it's not like that. It's kind of, yeah, just at the back. It's, it's 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 less present in the morning, but I think it. I've noticed it kind of a bit more in the evening time. So when I brush my teeth in the evening, oh. and then kind of clean the tongue and gums and whatnot. And, uh, okay, in which case I might think that it's related to either just like like food debris and particles that are building up over the course of the day on the back of your tongue, um, or it, in theory it could be some kind of reaction to something that you're eating. Um, especially if you're noticing it more toward the end of the day. Um, but I'm, I'm not sure, uh, if you wanted to do an organic acid, we certainly can, can hook you up with it, but it's not sounding like, um, cause it's just localized in the back portion of the tongue, right? Yeah. And especially if it's coming and going makes me think that there's some kind of trigger versus something more systemically going on. Um, just just from how you've described it okay that's cool that's that, that, that sounds like a, a better thing <laughs> yeah i i would say so um but regardless I'll, I'll put you in touch with margaret and then you can decide whether or not you want to go that route that's grand thank you a quick question so when you say um a complete blood count and differentials um what's the differential in terms of the differential um, looks at it differentiates the white blood cell types so some, if you just get a CBC, it's just going to look at your total white blood cells. If you get the CBC with differential, it looks at, um, you know, uh, uh, neutrophils, lymphocytes, basophils. It looks at all of those. Oh, I, I didn't realize you could get one which didn't look at those. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ah, oh, that's cool. Okay. Yep. Thank you. It sometimes happens and it's unfortunate because those, those 
the, the different types of white blood cells can sometimes clue us into, yeah. okay, is there a bacterial infection or is it viral or is it, you know, not. Um, so I, I would definitely say. Okay, super. Okay, well, I'll, I'll get that done. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I've got hmm, a kind of a question. While while you <laughs> while you here, I'm not, um, um, and I'm able to see see for ages. So um, <laughs> so on a whim. Um, so years ago, I had the twenty three andme genetics test done. Um, um, six seven years ago or so, and um, what what? And then I think over the weekend I saw like DNA fit had a, a cheap sort of, you know, you could put run 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 your raw data through. Um and you can find out about say foods and um and and whatnot and nutrients nutrients, et cetera, and exercise things. But I, it was quite interesting because I while while I didn't think a lot of it was necessarily gonna correlate, <laughs> I thought it was gonna be nonsense. Um I was surprised how many things kind of matched up. Um, I was wondering if you knew. Um, so when they're looking at these kind of like uh, uh, looking at genetics and whatnot. So you say for food, for example, or they're looking at carbohydrate tolerance and um, uh, lipid tolerance, etc. Sensitivities. Is it to do? Do you know if it's to do with like the enzymes created, which which would be involved in the metabolism of, say, those substrates? Sorry, Conrad, the, the enzymes involved in the metabolism of certain macronutrients. Yeah, if that's their, what they're looking at. So in terms of if they're saying, you know, you've got, you know, good fat oxidation and good um, carb oxidation. Well, not oxidation, but you can utilize those um, energy sources as well. It's when they're looking at the genetics, are they looking at, say, the um, enzymes involved in in the metabolism of those substrate let me see if i can i don't know off the top of my head um let me see if i can find a quick answer for you um sorry i realize that's a horrible question to spring on you on the in no <laughs> let, let me see if i can um uh Um, yeah, so they're, 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 some of them are related to enzymes. Some of them are related to say, um, lipogenesis. Um, so there's, there's basically, it, it, I think most of them are looking at a particular metabolic pathway or enzyme versus something else. Um, I haven't found a lot of use in say running someone's genetics through something like that and basing their diet off of those, you know, genetic based recommendations, but it's interesting that you found some, you know, some things that match up. Um, but just because there's, there's, you know, 
metabolism is so much more complex than one enzyme and one metabolic pathway. And there's so much crossover. Um, I think that's part of the reason why we don't always see those, you know, those recommendations stand up in real life. Yeah, got you. Yeah, I, I just found it quite interesting. I mean, there were certain yeah. things which are obvious, like, you know, lactose intolerance. And I thought, ah, you know, I, you know, it's quite a, many things that I kind of knew about myself anyway. But um, I was like, ah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I think some of them, I'm reading a little bit more, are also related to, you know, you're looking at a cohort of people who um, have a particular genotype and then, um, you know, they're, they're looking to see if, if how, how they respond or if they do better on, you know, more of a carbohydrate or fat-based diet, which is probably even, um, you know, less scientific per se than looking at a particular, you know, polymorphism or, um, or how a polymorphism relates to a particular enzyme or metabolic pathway. But I think there's also some, um, relationship to, you know, looking at how people perform on maybe different diets or like for the FTO genotype, um, like, you know, relationship to obesity, that kind of thing. Yeah, I was very curious about that in terms of the um, research base that they kind of have be behind those, you know, um, who, who are they testing on, for example? I mean, some of these are very niche. Um, <laughs> these are very niche things and pretty um, recent. Um, yeah, so I was like, well, how, how, do you, how do you know that? Who's that tested on? You know, how, how does that relate to me? Does it? <laughs> Yeah. And I think, you know, general, it's, it's interesting to look at the genetics, but really what we care about is the phenotype, how your genetics plus the environment is expressing, you know, themselves. Um, I don't know if, if I've told you about this before or mentioned it to you, but Dr. Tommy Wood did a really good, um, talk on, on genetics and we can link to it in the show notes, but it goes, it goes through a handful of, of the genetic snips and, and the, the long and short of it, it is like he's not particularly impressed with, you know, the scientific literature and and what it means for these genetic tests. Um, but there are maybe a couple of of SNPs and polymorphisms that will make a difference, um, you know, based off of or um, make a difference to what interventions you're going to be, you know, implementing. So we'll make sure we link to that in the show notes if you want to listen. It's it's a good one. Yeah, that would be appreciated. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's 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 all the questions I have. Okay. If you think of any more, <laughs> let me know. Thank you. I don't think I have anything today. Thanks, Megan. Okay. All right. Um, well, I'll hang out for another minute or two in case something else pops up or in case somebody else shows up. Otherwise, um, thank you both for joining. Cool. Thank you, Megan. Appreciate it. Have a lovely is it morning with you? Yep, it's almost yeah. ten in the morning. Thank you. Nice day. Have a lovely evening. Thank you. Cheers. See you later.